Oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about today. Yeah, we have to remember days like this when we don't have anything to talk about. Because today we're just overflowing with things that we got to discuss. <laughs> but what I am most excited about is the hedgehog movement that is starting. A hedgehog revolution is about to take place in the state of Georgia, and I am going to be the George Washington crossing the Potomac of the hedgehogs. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. I am very excited to give you all of the developments in the Hedgehog Saga. I didn't really think when we talked about it that there was much of a saga. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Huge. In your head? No. I he has printouts. There are printouts. I have printouts. I have feedback. We will make hedgehogs legal in the state of Georgia. That is my mission. And I will I know why they're illegal. Oh, okay. And I know actionable steps we could take to make them legal. I have got a course of action here. We will get to it in a second. But first, a couple thank yous, big thank yous to Fox 5, who posted an article on their website, fox5atlanta.com. Thank you to Katie Muse for writing it all about the upside. It was super awesome. It was a really long article um, and she did a great job and it really, really encapsulates the vibe of the upside. She asked uh, Callie and I each for quotes and I gave a quote and Callie gave a thesis. I did. I gave a thesis and I also made tweaks to Jeff's quote. You did? (laughs) Yeah, you didn't read it, did you? No, you edited it before you sent it in? (laughs) There were just a couple. I mean, I just thought there were a couple tweaks that needed to be made. And, you know, I do do this for a living. What did you tweak? I just, I took out like two words because I thought that it sounded like a little, a little, like, a little sure of yourself. I am sure of myself. (laughs) We launched a podcast. And went to number six in the country in 24 hours. Yes, I'm sure of myself. We did. So I just made a couple of minor things and it turned out to be a really great article. So thank what? you, Katie Muse. Tell me specifically what you edited. What I did honestly you- don't remember. I'd have to see them side by side. It's not that big of a deal because it's the same context. All right. It was oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I took out the word obviously. You said obviously. You said something like obviously the world needs, you know, I don't know. I just, I was like, obviously is a dumb word. And I took it out. It's not a dumb word. Obviously there is a need for positivity and encouragement. Anyways, it's a great article. Go check it out. We'll have it in the podcast notes. Okay. Well, lesson learned about sending quotes through Callie. Yeah. As you should. You're right or wife. I've been a blogger for two years. Uh Uh-huh. But okay. Whatever. Uh, Isn't that illegal? That's like a felony. Like changing my words. Isn't it? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, it's, it's fraud. A it's a level of fraud. Oh my gosh. Okay. The other thank you is uh, to the folks at the AJC and Rodney Ho, who put a great article on AJC.com that then ended up in the print edition. Yeah, we are we are in print. In print. We went to go find newspapers this morning. Um, I've never been in the newspaper before, so that was really cool. I'm in a newspaper and my parents are out of town, so I can't even be like, mom, look. 
I'm in the newspaper because she's not here. They're not here. We we had a friend text us early this morning, uh, and he said, "Hey, look what I saw!" And it was a it was a picture. He sent a picture of the AJC, and we're on the front page of the lifestyle section of 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 Saturday's paper, and. And Callie's so excited, and I was leaving for a hike, and I'm like, you know what? I'll stop at the gas station and pick up a new, a couple copies of the newspaper, and I go into the gas station, and they don't carry the newspaper. It's really sad. Which Jeff was sad. had to like go. How many places did you have to go? Well, I went from there. Then I went to CVS. CVS didn't carry the newspaper, and then I ended up going to Publix, where they had papers there. Yeah, and I bought. There were five left and I bought all five and they're $2 each. You know, which brings us to the point that if you go click on the links in the notes section of this, please go click on the links and support local journalism because they're not selling papers anymore. So online counts. I felt so old in my head when I saw, you know, when they ring you up at the, at um, Publix, like you can see the, the screen in front of you. And it said $2 and I bought five copies of the newspaper. I honest to God, I thought they were 50 cents each. No, you didn't. I thought you were going to say that you were upset that they weren't $5. Like how are they undercharging for newspapers? Oh no. I thought it was like, I, this is going to make me sound so old, but like, I thought, you know, you put quarters quarters in in a machine. Yes, I remember that. And I'm like $2. I feel like the person who, like, I feel like my parents who are like, what do you mean it does, you can't make a payphone call for a dime? <laughs> yeah, you're about that age, baby. So thank you so much to uh, the AJC and thank you to Fox 5 Atlanta for the coverage. We also got a bunch of mentions um, about the upside and the success of the upside in um, some radio trades like you know these what do you what would you call them like email blasts like they're like online newsletters for radio people and they have like the news of the day into industry newsletters yeah industry newsletters so it kind of like tells people what's going on and changes that are being made to all of this stuff and um we jeff made um the a lot of radio trades and i turned into like such a caddy cali for like (laughs) For a couple of hours, because one of them, the headline was Fired Morning Man's Jeff Dollar Finds Quick Success on New Podcast. And Petty Callie, what did I call it? Caddy Callie. Caddy Callie. was like, I hope the bosses at Store 94 see that. <laughs> I, you know petty, what? But I'm like, you know what? They didn't believe in you. So, you know, whatever. It's, it is remarkable. And thank, thank you. I mean, we can't thank you enough, but all the publicity from the radio industry stuff and from, from the AJC and from Fox five and from every single human being who is hearing this and spreading the word. It's the reason it made it into the trade publications is it's because it's unheard of that a podcast, a local podcast launches, right? Like we, we would have to acknowledge that our biggest audience is in Atlanta mm-hmm that a local podcast launches and then spends 24 hours in the top 10 of the iTunes. Yeah, you guys are a big deal. Like everyone listening, like you made that happen and that's a huge deal. And actually I want to interject something into that while we're talking about it. 
Um, we debuted at number six last week. That is incredible. The reason that we charted is because of your subscribes and your reviews, and we want the upside to live on that chart for good. So if you haven't gotten a chance to subscribe yet, or you haven't yet given this show a five-star review, we would super appreciate you taking time to do that. It matters so much. It's super easy. It's really fast and it will keep the upside on the charts. And that's how we're going to get to keep doing this every single day. And as a reminder, because I think there may have been a little bit of confusion with this, um, our daily show, our weekday show starts August 8th. So start the countdown. We are freaking out. We're so excited. Um, and we're just, you know, putting these episodes out. It's kind of like practice runs until August 8th. Yeah. Um, but the uh, five stars and the subscribe thing that apl- the majority of people who listen, listen on iTunes. So the five stars is the iTunes chart and the, and the subscribe thing is on iTunes, Apple podcasts. If you listen on Spotify, the button is follow. Like you want to hit the follow button or the subscribe button on Spotify. It's a little bit different. And I'm not a hundred percent sure what the review system looks like on Spotify and on Google play or Google podcasts. We're having some trouble with the Google thing. So hang tight. If you're someone that loves to listen to podcasts on Google podcasts, we're having some trouble. I mean, you know, we told you this last week, like we have no idea what we're doing. So we're trying to figure out, um, what is wrong. I mean, we're on the Google thing, but we're on the Google, we're on the Google, but we got to figure out how to get it to the app. So we're, we're I can't believe they, they charge $2 for a newspaper. I'm just going to get my news from the Google. Google. <laughs> That's who we are right now. Okay. Tell me about this hedgehog. So the, the story from last episode is that I discovered a guy named Mr. Pokey on the Instagrams and he is a hedgehog. He's dead. I didn't know he was dead when I talked about it, <laughs> Awkward. but there's a new Mr. Pokey and, um, but it's still the Mr. Pokey Instagram account and he's the cutest little thing and they put little costumes on him and he's awesome. So I said, I want a hedgehog and I Googled hedgehogs. Like, where do you get a hedgehog? And found out that in the state of Georgia, hedgehogs are illegal. And why are they illegal? Like, are they like endangered or something? No, Uh, it's so dumb. Hedgehogs are illegal in California, Hawaii, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., the five boroughs of New York City and Georgia. Okay. And the reason that they say they're illegal is hedgehogs could negatively impact local ecosystems if they are released in the wild because they would compete with food or for food and habitat with native species. Well, that's not stupid. But it's like, how many hedgehogs have to get out and start breeding? Oh, like as pets. Right. To dis- Rabbits aren't banned. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like cats can like anything. So you want, let me get this straight. You want a hedgehog because you think they're cute. I want a hedgehog because of Instagram. Because you want to make it an Instagram celebrity. That's what you want. Okay. Yep. So I got, (laughs) I got a text um, when we released that episode from our lawyer um, who said FYI, and this is like a super buttoned up fancy lawyer, which is why this text message was so funny, but she said, so FYI, Jeff is wrong about hedgehogs. They are spiky. I had one named sniffles for years. They are like weaponized hamsters. (laughs) It's a great band's name. 
What, weaponized hamsters? Yeah, who are you going to see tonight? Weaponized hamsters? So we have Margarita Burn, and now we have Weaponized Hamsters. Is that the thing we need to come up with a band name every episode? You know what we should do when we come up with our band names? We should make that into merchandise so everyone thinks that it's actually a band, but only the people that listen to The Upside will know. So can we make a concert t-shirt that says Weaponized Hamsters hamsters. and put dates on the back? Yes, world tour. Yeah. (laughs) But no, and we, we, uh, there will be no acknowledgement of what it is. No, it'll just be that if you listen to the podcast, like you get it. And we will all just be walking around with shirts that say weaponized hamsters. And if, <laughs> and if you see someone else, then you'll know. But when people ask, you're just like, oh, yeah, it's a band. The, I have to find a story. This is totally, this is going to take us in a completely different direction, but it's been on the list of things that, that I've wanted to talk about okay. for ever. Okay. So I'm going to have to go find this, this story that has to do with ha- hamsters. <laughs> so this hey. is what, this is what's going to make this podcast great. All right. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you said that people were like freaking out. So they're freaking out because they want you to get a hedgehog. They're freaking out because they think you're a jerk because you want to break the laws in our beautiful state of Georgia. Uh, well, the um, there is a loophole on the hedgehog issue. If you become a breeder, you can own a hedgehog. In the state of Georgia. That's- are, you, are you suggesting that we breed hedgehogs? I'm just saying that's a loophole according to Jodes003. So thank you. And then um, K.A. String said uh, that I should join the hedgehog lobby. Every legislative session, there is um, a movement to legalize them. Shut up. She's not part of the hedgehog lobby. But oh she God. works at the Capitol and loves it when people come in to advocate for it because they bring their hedgehogs. You know what would be really funny is if that was a really mean practical joke and you showed up for that with like your picket sign and your t-shirt, like with like Mr. Scooter on it, a shirt or whatever that hedgehog is. Mr. Pokey. Pokey, sorry, I keep forgetting. Pickles, Pokey, some Scooter. Re- have some respect for the dead. God. The dead hogs. But the- <laughs> band name. That's the a band dead name. Hogs. Oh my gosh, he's um, but that would be a really mean joke. So you like show up with your picket sign and your, and your hedgehog t-shirt and then no one else is there, but you, what if we just, cause we want to do events with the podcast. What if our events are just called weaponized hamster shows? Like, Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So instead of saying it's like a, a thing, like a, like an event, what well, I don't know what they're called, but like a session or an mm-hmm. event or a whatever, or a conference, we're just like, Oh, it's a weaponized hamster show. Oh my God. Um, the, you also said that people were like, um, up in arms with you on Instagram because of something else you said the last show. Uh, I got the, an analogy wrong. So explain the analogy that I tried the omelet analogy while I go get my folder because I want to go back to the hamsters. We're all over the place and we're not going to get to anything else on the schedule, but explain. And then I I can see it from here. Just talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) So what Jeff said, I was having a really super um, high anxiety week last week and I was really, really stressed out. And I was stressed out because I was scared that people or I was scared that the upside was going to be a failure. And Jeff was like, Callie, who cares if the upside is a giant failure? Because this is like we had zero listeners yesterday. And even if two people listen to it today, that's still two more people than we had yesterday. So it's not a failure. Like we have nothing to lose. And he gave this omelet analogy about making an omelet and how, if you screw up the omelet, 
then you are the, I don't know. I don't really understand still. What I try what I said was if you try to make an omelet and you screw it up, you still um you didn't have an omelet before. I don't even remember what it you you, you don't have an omelet and then you try to make an omelet and you don't have an omelet and it doesn't go oh well. God, this so, is the worst analogy right. ever. Well, I got it totally wrong. Oh, then what is it? The omelet analogy is sometimes in life you try to make an omelet, but you mess it up. Yeah. No big deal. You still have scrambled eggs. Oh, okay. That makes sense, right? I mean, it, it actually really does not. Does it? So maybe we just scrap that analogy for good and just say we have nothing to lose. A woman named Carol. This is now we're going back to hamsters. Oh a woman named Carol Blymeyer. Okay, she's an author. Posted a story on Twitter. Okay, she works in a newsroom, and a young person, a young staff member, got called into the editor's office to go over an article she just wrote. And the editor said at some point, uh, okay, this looks great. This looks great. But here, um, you spelled hamster. How was that water? I thought you wouldn't be, the mic wouldn't be able to pick it up. Aren't um, we on separate mic channels anyways? Can't you just lift that out? No. We <laughs> Good. Yeah, thirsty, okay. but I'm good. Okay, so I'm just going to read from her Twitter story. Carol says, uh, "This young employee and the editor have been speaking in low tones, but their volume got louder toward the end of the conversation. The young woman was getting agitated about a particular edit. It was concerning the spell of the word hamster. The young woman." has always spelled hamster, H-A-M-P-S-T-E-R. But hamster is spelled H-A-M-S-T-E-R. So the young woman kept saying louder and louder to the editor, why do you keep correcting me? I spell it with a P in it. The boss says, but that's not how it's spelled. Young woman says, I always spell it that way. The editor says, well, let's go to dictionary.com and look it up. The young woman says, I don't need to look it up because I've always spelled it with a P and I want to spell it with a P. This is her, she's fighting with her editor about the spelling of a word. I'm not going to get on a soapbox about millennials, but... Because your wife is a millennial, your wife that you love so very much. Okay, so the girl gets up, leaves the office, Her and, and, and this woman says, I, the boss says, look, I know edits can be difficult sometimes. You really pour your heart and soul into a work, but that's what my job is to make it better. This girl leaves the boss's office and calls her mom and loudly and in front of the newsroom tells mom that the boss is an idiot and that I don't have to listen to what she says. I should be able to spell hamster however I want. What I wrote was perfect, and she just needs to find something wrong with it. And then mom on speakerphone said, well, your editor is obviously on a power trip. And 
totally supported the kid. Oh my God. I have a palm. I am the palm to the face emoji right now. Because the spelling she wants, she was oh fighting God. with the editor to spell this the word. This is real. Is that, is that real? hundred percent real. Yes. I've gotten in trouble at work before for situations similar. Like uh, what? I had one woman. Um, this is when I was doing radio in Philadelphia and I was the producer of a show in Philly. Um, this woman that I uh, worked with, she would wear, I don't know what the fabric is, but they were like track suits that were loud when it rubbed together. So you could hear it on, on air. Yeah. Like my water drinking. Yes. <laughs> and so I told her, I'm like, you can't wear those anymore. Like it's just loud. And I got called into the boss's office and, no way. and told that I can't tell people what they wear. I'm like, well, she can wear it into the studio, but like just replace it with a cotton hoodie or something. And he's like, yeah, we can't do, we can't do that. I'm like, but you can on the air, you would hear this. Oh, like is the gosh. jacket moved? And more, so, whatever happened to her? Did she? She's now a morning show co-host in a major market, and has been in that market for like fifteen years. And we're friends. Like, oh, I, you still are friends with her? Oh yeah, I don't did. I never disliked her. No, but anything. I just figured if she's going to the boss about you, then she's probably like hates you. Like, oh my gosh, that oh, no. guy I worked with Philly was such a jerk. No, I think we joke about it now, but uh, and I don't even think she went to the boss i think like i i don't think i did it like as a you're in trouble i think i just brought it up in a meeting you're like hey that's really noisy it's kind of like why would you wear like a charm bracelet in a radio studio like you Correct. don't like hey it's jingling oh. the whole time you remember paul abdul used to do that on american idol and she would wear loud clanky jewelry and it would always get it used to drive can i please admit something to you i have never seen one episode of american idol the old one or the new ever, one ever Thanks. not one i get really frustrated with those shows because i feel like there's so much waiting like jeff and i have been talking a lot about the difference between radio and podcasting because we've been in conversations about how we want this show to run. And one thing that Jeff has had like an epiphany about that he didn't realize like how weird it is in radio and TV that you're telling a story and then you make people wait like 10 minutes to hear the end of the story and how infuriating it is. And that's how I feel about shows like American Idol. So it's like, it's literally the total time of the show is what probably like like maybe 13 minutes and then the rest of the hours commercials. And then so you're no, waiting. It's not 13 minutes. Oh my gosh. It feels like 13 minutes of show and like a million hours of commercials. And I can't, I, it, it, oh my gosh, I just want to throw things at my TV. Cause it's like, and we'll announce it when we get back. And then there's after like, the break. Oh my gosh. After the break. Are you excited that you never have to say those words again? It's so bizarre to me. Like, the the objective is different in a podcast. Like for a podcast, like our goal, Callie and I will every single day record a podcast. It'll be about 30 minutes long and it will just be us talking about dumb things like hedgehogs and the spelling of the word hamster and never watching American <laughs> Idol, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just what it will be. And there won't be any like trickery to get you to listen longer or anything like that. On paper, given the world that we live in and the number of distractions and the number of things that people are doing every day, on paper, a radio show doesn't make any sense. And I didn't realize it until I didn't have one. 
like this is a revelation you've had within the past two months. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm not trying to crap on any of my, I still have so many friends who still work in radio. I'm not crapping on radio. Like it has its place. It's the, it's the most listened to audio format. It's in every single person's car. Right. I'm not crapping on it. It's a great medium for advertising. It's a great medium for, for listening to music. It's fantastic. But what I used to get so frustrated about is knowing how distracted every single person is who is listening to us in the morning because they had kids to get ready for school or they had to check the weather to find out what they were going to wear or they had to text their friends and find out if they're playing kickball after work or whatever, or, or the dog needs to go outside or they don't have any eggs or whatever it is. And, and we would be in the middle of something compelling and then have to say, right after panic at the disco. You and then I mean? by that point, you're just, yeah, yeah. It's because Jeff came to me and said, oh my gosh, I totally fell victim of like radio commercials today. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I was listening to the show and I was so compelled by this story. And I was listening and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait until they get back from commercial to tell me the end of the story. And he was like, just then I got a text message, realized I forgot to send someone something, went to my computer, did the whole thing. And he's like, I got into my day, like to the end of my day. And then was like, oh my gosh, I wonder what happened with that story. I totally forgot. Cause when they went to commercial, 10 other things interrupted my attention and I lost it. Even though I had every intention of sitting, yeah, he through, loved it. sitting he loved through it. the commercial to, to hear it. So yeah. So I don't know. How do we even get on that? American that we, Idol. And I told you I had never listened to it before because the commercials really irritate me. How do we get to that? Um, we got to that because the girl's jumpsuit was noisy. And so is Paula Abdul. And then we got to that from that because you were talking about the girl who was telling her boss she was wrong. About spying the word hamster. Yeah. Which, okay. Now going back to hamster again, is it hamster or is it hamster? Hamster. There's no P in it? I don't think so. Not according to this editor who... So it's a hamster? Like a hamster. It's not a hamster. I've... This is... Are you going to title this episode Hamster versus Hamster? I was today years (laughs) old. That's a great band name. Hamster versus Hamster? I was today years old when I learned it wasn't Hamster. I had never thought about before. You know what? I also didn't Ham, know until this year. sounds like something that Golden Corral sells in their tiny little hams. <laughs> oh, what's on the buffet over there? Oh, they got some of the breaded pork chops and some of those hamsters. Oh my God. That's really bad. <laughs> You know what other word that I didn't realize I was saying wrong until like this year? Dermatologist. I thought it was dermatologist because that's how I put an and in there. An and and? yeah, I thought it was a dermatologist. I just, I didn't think, I didn't realize it was a dermatologist. And now every time I'm saying it, saying it, every time I say it, I'm paranoid that I'm saying it wrong. So in my head, I'm like, make sure you do it with an A dermatologist. Where did you realize that it was? Someone corrected me. Really? Yeah. And I don't even remember where. Um, And it actually may have been my, best friend, Chrissy. I think, I think I was like, yeah, I got to go to the dermatologist. And she was like, you mean the dermatologist? And I was like, is there a difference? <laughs> like, Cause, what's she, a der- Cause she used to work. Her husband is a plastic surgeon, surgeon, plastic surgeon. And she used to work in a dermatologist. Dermatologist. <laughs> That's how I have to say it every time. 
if if this is the first episode of the upside that you're checking out, we promise you it's not just totally random disconnected thoughts that that all come to, together. It's it's there is actually a purpose in what we're doing and it's just to remind everybody that there is always a time to uh be gr- have gratitude and look look for the upside. And we try to find stories and stuff that reinforce that. And it just so happens that Callie is very grateful right now for something that her mom did and her mom's company did that's really, really cool. So it makes my heart really happy. My mom's been a Delta flight attendant for 45 years, probably more than that. She's probably going to get mad at me because I underestimated her. But she's been a flight attendant for Delta forever. And um, her parents passed both within the past three years. I don't think she's been there 45 years because didn't she just have her 60th birthday party? Yeah, but she got hired when she was like 20. She got hired out of college. Like she dropped out of college. But if she was there for 45 years, that means she would have started at 16, 15. She's 65. Oh, she had her 65th birthday. I thought so. That she was 60. Okay, so my mom has been a Delta flight attendant for a really long time, since she was 19. And my mom's in her <laughs> 60s <you> now. <laughs> and she showed me, um, and her, both of her parents have passed within the past three years, and they both passed at, um, you know, like um, nursing homes. And there was a nurse that took care of both my grandparents until they passed, and my mom keeps in touch with her because she's so grateful for how wonderful she was to my grandparents. My mom got a Facebook message from this nurse saying, hey, I am working in a memory care facility now. And one of my patients was a flight attendant for 40 plus years. And every day she asks me for peanuts. I think it's like something that she remembers, you know. Like she's connecting. She's connecting the dots somewhere in her brain that that peanuts mean something to her. So she's- Somewhere in her brain she's going- I brought y'all peanuts every day for forty five years. Me peanuts now. So, somebody's bringing me yeah. peanuts every day. So she asks for them every day. My she re, the nurse reaches out to my mom and says, "You're a flight attendant. Do you have access to peanuts? Like, how can we get my my patients some peanuts? Because I really want her to feel at home, and I think that would make her feel really good." And my mom, of course, is like starts crying. Waterworks, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, we have to get this woman peanuts." And I don't serve peanuts on my flights anymore because of all the allergies and stuff like that. So I took it to my Instagram and of course, Atlanta is like Delta central, literally the headquarters is here. Right. And there are so many Delta families, employees, whatever that are amazing. And on Instagram, we got so many messages of people that were like, how do we get this woman peanuts? Like somebody was like, I'll print bags that look like they're old. Like, what do we have to do for her? This woman needs peanuts. And Delta, the communications team reached out to me and they're like, we could not agree with you more. We have to get her some peanuts. We are going to send her a care package to her home of this big giant box of peanuts. So every so day cool. she can have peanuts. Um, I'm about to cry. And yeah, cause that's what makes her feel safe. And that's, that's a comforting memory for her. So now Delta has sent her and she wasn't even a Delta flight attendant. She was a United flight attendant. And my mom was just like, so touched that it's, you know, someone else in her industry and that could be her one day. And hopefully something, somebody would do something like that for her. So she now has a big box of peanuts. Um, so she can have one every single day for her snack. That's so sweet. And I love that. the upside lesson from that would be, Hey, take five seconds out of your day and just think about what you could do. That would be really awesome for somebody else. Cause it took your mom 
one minute to forward that message to you. And then it took you one minute to put it on Instagram. Yeah. And the Delta people didn't have to do that. They don't have to. I mean, it's but it not took gonna... them. It probably took them 15 minutes out of their day. Like they had to track them down, box them up, write a note. And this woman every single day now will have peanuts to eat and she'll, you know, it's comforting for her. So that's really amazing. Thank you, Delta, for doing that. Um, Thank you, Delta, for looking for the upside. Yeah. Boom. Delta's on the upside. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Are you sure your mom is 65? Or maybe you shouldn't answer that because... She's going to be really upset. She's at least 63. Well, what was the party that they had a couple years ago? Maybe that was like when we were dating. We've been married for almost three years. I know, but that was her 60th birthday. Right, when we were dating. So she's at least 63 or 64. Okay. So it's tech, it's mathematically. I hope she's not listening to this. They're still out of town. Hopefully they won't catch up. It's a podcast. They can listen anywhere in the world whenever they want. 